0: In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Let's begin at the end. They found the man sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. That is exactly what Jesus wants to do for each one of you today. He wants to take away your demons and leave you sitting at his feet, clothed and in your right mind. So, how does Jesus do that to each one of you? It all starts with angels and demons. If you believe in angels, then you believe in demons as well. Demons are just good angels who have gone bad. God created the angels just like God created everything else. Sun and moon and stars and water and sky and planets and you and me and angels. But then, just like Adam, some of these angels thought that they would be a better God than God, and so they rebelled against our Heavenly Father and they were tossed from Heaven. Next, angels and demons do have superpowers, at least compared to you and compared to me. Angels and demons are very, very clever. They are much smarter than we are. They are also very strong. They are much, much stronger than we. And angels and demons are very driven. They spend every waking moment trying to please their masters. Angels try to be perfectly holy out of love for Jesus. And demons try to be perfectly evil out of fear of Satan. From time to time, the demons do take over. We speak of that as being possessed. It almost always happens because we or someone we know who is nearby has invited them in through witchcraft, touching the occult, pornography, drug abuse, Sex outside marriage, or some other mortal sin. These sins weaken us to the point that we are vulnerable. And when we are vulnerable, demons can enter us and overtake us. That is precisely what has happened to this poor man today. And it is the reason he is naked, tortured, and lives among the tombs. All that said, We should pause for a moment and observe that this man also has many qualities that we admire and respect. Because this man has demons, he is amazingly strong. He can break shackles and chains, and we all admire strength. Because this man has demons, he is very free. There is nobody who can control him or tell him what to do or stop him. And you and I love freedom. Because he has demons, he is naked. A few weeks ago, my daughter ran Beta Breakers, a famous race in San Francisco. She had a great day, except for a long, uncomfortable stretch where a man ran up beside her and ran for some distance completely naked except for his shoes and his hat. Now you might say to me, this is just San Francisco. And in return, I will say to you, I'm not prudish. Naked is great in the right spots, in Eden, in heaven, in marriage, and other places for which the Lord provides. But in the wrong spot, say, the sex trade with children that occurs in our suburban hotels each weekend, or the pornography on your computer, or on the road from beta breakers. Nakedness is an open invitation to be taken over by what is evil and to be possessed by demons. Scripture describes what happens next as a healing. When Jesus meets the demons, who are very clever, they know that he is Jesus before the disciples do. And who are very strong. They have been using this man as a house, as a slave, as a spook, and as a vandal for some time. And who are very driven. They make clear that they do not want to return to the abyss. They do not want to fail because if they return to hell having failed, they will be tortured. And so they ask to go into the pigs. When Jesus grants that request, we learn a very simple and profound lesson about evil. With evil, there is always blowback. While evil may seem bright and strong and clever and free, While we even at times admire what is evil because it is strong, evil always overplays its hand and blows itself up. Jesus' cross is the ultimate proof of that. At the moment of his death, Satan thinks that he has won his greatest victory. But in fact, Satan has taken his greatest loss at just the point where he thinks he has killed the Son of God. He has returned to hell to be tortured forever. And that, you see, is how the story ends. The pigs drowned. The demons go home to be tortured for their failures. And they found the man sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. You now have the chance to react to this story, and I suppose that there are at least three ways that you can go. First, you can live like the village people. You can separate yourself from Jesus. You can ask Jesus to leave your life and never come back. Quite frankly, that is what happens to people who skip church or only come occasionally. They separate themselves from Jesus. They take themselves and their family out of our Lord's reach, and they actually die at some point from too much demon and not enough Jesus. This is why the fourth commandment tells us to come to church every Sunday, because this is the place where we get Jesus' healing touch, and it is that healing touch that drives away the demons There is nothing more repulsive to a demon than the crucified, risen, and Eucharistic body and blood of Jesus Christ. So that makes this place, this church, the safest place in all the world. Your life is never better than when you are in the liturgy. Second, you can live like a herdsman. That is, you can live in fear. This is most of the people you know. These are the people who spend their lives sitting on the fence between the demons and Jesus. These are your friends, your family, your colleagues who are too afraid to go forward and too afraid to go back, and so they just stay put. But you remember the advice from one demon to another in the screw tape letters the surest way to damn a man is to leave him alone. A much better option than either of these is this. Like this man from the garrisons, you can have the touch of Jesus and you can be healed. This is the church's work. This is what we do. Every baptism, every absolution, every Eucharist, every word from Scripture is in a way a little exorcism, driving out of us what is evil and demonic and replacing it with the only things that nourish and give life, the Holy Spirit, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, and the gracious presence of our Creator. And so I'm glad you're here again this morning to have this gracious touch. Come back every week and have it again and again to heal yourself from all things in your life that are hurtful and to drive far, far away from you all things in your life that are evil or demonic. And as you go out today, as you go on your way, I beg you to go as this man in this story. Be healed, be blessed, and return to your home declaring how much God has done for you. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen.